Hello everyone, welcome back to Level Up with Lorraine. As promised, today we will be looking at top tips for your resume. So whether you're looking to start your resume from scratch or to update um, one you haven't used in a while, this episode is for you. I do want to keep it short and sweet. I want this to be for the person who is in a rush and just wants to get it done. They've started and they just want to cross-reference and make sure that they're not missing anything crucial and that, you know, from an HR perspective, they have crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's. So here we go. So I have eight tips that I've put together for you. And I am assuming that you already have a template. However, should you not, there are 101 sites out there that are free and have templates for you that you can use to make sure that your CV or your resume is up to standard. And what that means is there are ATS systems, so applicant tracking systems that a lot of organizations use. And sometimes if your CV is not in a certain format or of a certain standard, it will not make it through that system. So what you want to do is to cross-reference and, you know, be able to do your homework online to see what kind of resume uh, formats are out there and to tailor yours accordingly. Okay, so let's get straight into it. Tip number one, keep it concise. So I cannot tell you how many resumes I've come across in my career that are four pages, five pages. Why, guys? So <laughs> a typical recruiter or HR professional will come up, will receive anything from 200 to 1,000 applications for a job. And when we're screening a resume, we literally take 15 seconds or less to decide whether this resume will make it to the shortlist. And so you want to be able to make yours as concise, as clear as possible and make sure that you highlight the most relevant and impressive achievements and experiences. Your resume should not be longer than two, two pages. If it is, maybe you've been working for a long time, but even then, try not to make it longer than three pages. Leave room for the interviewer, the recruiter, to want to meet you and learn more. It's the appetizer. The interview is the main course. And so give them just enough to want to meet you. Don't spell out everything about your qualifications, your career, all in your resume. Otherwise, there's no need for me to meet you. So keep it concise. Keep it short. Okay, tip number two, use bullet points. So bullet points make your resume easier to read. They also help you emphasize your accomplishments. So use strong verbs to start or begin each bullet point. For example, created a system for the organization or developed a process for my team or managed a team of four, for example. That way, it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point and you don't waste anyone's time and those accomplishments jump off from the page and you know are very clear to the recruiter what it is you can do and what you've accomplished. Okay. Tip number three, tailor your resume to the job that you're applying for, right? You cannot have 
a one-size-fits-all. You have to customize your resume to fit the job description and the requirements of the position that you're hoping or wanting to apply for. Okay, so the next tip, which is tip number four, is the use of professional font and formatting. Arial or Times New Roman are pretty standard formats to use and make sure your formatting is consistent throughout. So whatever you choose to start your document with, make sure you finish with the same format and use bold or italic font to emphasize section headings or key achievements. Um, all of this just makes your document look more professional, more pre presentable, and also speaks to who you are in terms of the quality of work that you produce. All right, tip number five may sound pretty straightforward and obvious, but it's actually quite important. So focus on accomplishments and not just duties. Rather than just listing your job duties, highlight your accomplishments and how you added value to your previous roles. Use specific examples and quantify your achievements whenever possible. Okay, tip number six, proofread, proofread, proofread. You have to triple check your resume for errors, for typos, for inconsistencies. Ask a friend, ask a colleague, ask anyone, okay, before you submit your resume to go through it. Proofread for you and make sure that there are no, you know, errors and that you've dotted all your I's, you've crossed all your T's and that your document is without error. Also, consider using an online grammar like Grammarly and spell checker to catch any mistakes. Number seven, include relevant skills and certifications. So list any skills or certifications that are relevant to the job that you're applying for. This can include technical skills, language proficiencies, or industry specific certifications. These are some of the things that differentiate you from the next applicant and give you that extra edge. And now we are on our last tip, tip number eight. Make sure that you include all your contact information. So your full name, your email address and phone number, as well as any relevant social media handles or websites. Try not to include things such as I'm married or I'm single. That is irrelevant. Also, try not to include a picture of yourself. That invites biases that a recruiter may have, which puts you at a, at a disadvantage. So that's it for this episode. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to my new episode all the way to the end. And for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share this episode with your friends. Next week, I will be sharing with you the strategies and tactics to position yourself for success. I will also have a surprise guest in the last segment of the show who will share with us how they incorporated some of these strategies in their career journey for a successful outcome. So until then, goodbye and continue to level up.